podcast where we talk about all things Walt Disney World Resort. I'm Ryan. And I'm Brett. And we are back for another week of Disney topics. Brett, it's wonderful to see your face virtually. How are you doing? I am doing good. Coming off a long, long weekend of work. Um, mm. So if anybody doesn't know, I'm in the wedding kind of planning and environment. And we just had a wedding on Mon- on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So we had three back-to-back-to-back Ooh. weddings. So it was just a lot of basically sleep, wake up, go to work, repeat. So that is it was so a lot. But weekend. we had off on Monday, which was nice, and then chill day today. So we are good, and we are happy, and work is not going to be that busy again for a long time. So happy to say that. Sweet, sweet. How are you? Also doing very well. Nothing too new on my end. We're just wedding venue hunting. So Jewel and I have been going around, taking a look at different locations and things um, just to get pricing and look at places. And it's been a lot of fun. So we have really enjoyed that. Uh, we're probably going to be able to narrow it down within the next week. So I will keep very you updated nice. on yes. where we land, which will be awesome. Yes, please do. But switching gears to yeah. <laughs> everybody wants to hear about, and that is Disney topics and Disney discussion this week. So, Brett, why don't you share with everybody what we'll be doing? Yeah. So, a lot of people kind of have enjoyed our episode in the past where we do this, and anytime we kind of bring them up, it's kind of a good topic uh, that we like to go on for a while, and that is unpopular Disney opinions. So, we are back with an episode. We're going to be going over some of our unpopular opinions. Um, or I guess opinions of just how we view things or maybe like tips of things people don't do enough. So kind of just like a hodgepodge of like things people should be doing, things people do wrong, things that we think are underrated, overrated. Just mm-hmm. a big episode of opinions. And we like these types of episodes. They really get to see our personality shine. This is usually when we have a lot of banter or mm-hmm. good um, conversation off a topic. So we enjoy these. They're probably my second favorite aside from a dose of everything that we do on this podcast. So that I think wraps up like not wraps and that wraps up the episode, everybody Um, (laughs) that wrap that kind of explains uh, (laughs) what we're doing for this episode. Yeah, exactly. And as Brett said, this idea actually came from one of our listeners who had reached out in one of our polls when we asked about some of your favorite episodes and favorite things that you like to hear, they mentioned that I, I love your unspoken rules of Disney episode. Mm-hmm. And that was from Velociraptor 87, but it's actually, I think, Velociraptor in the username. Ooh. I will confirm that. But that's yes. who it's from. So that was one that we thought was really good, and we definitely wanted to bring that back and, and talk about that again, as Brett said. So without further ado, Brett, let's get into it. Let's hear one of your first opinions Let's do it. So I'm going to start off strong here. I mean, why not? None of this build up. In my opinion, and this is unpopular, I think the purple photo wall in Tomorrowland is stupid. Wow. Right out of the gate. Right out of the gate. I'm not here to hold back. Three minutes into this episode, I'm here to tell you the truth, and I'm going to do that. I think like Disney has gone above and beyond to make their entire park – all the places around them, everything about this place to be like beautiful and spotless. There's so many picturesque places. They have the castle. You have the Tree of Life. You have Epcot. You have all these fountains. You know now have all these 50 uh, characters, and we're still gonna choose a purple wall to take our Disney picture on. 
<laughs> and I think like that is dumb. I think it's I don't like that. Are you talking about the wall that's on the like the terrace part? Is yeah, it- it's got like it's like purple and it's got like a few like geometric triangles and stuff like that. Gotcha. I just looked it up now because I I couldn't picture it as you were saying it, but now it rings a bell walking by it. I didn't know you were so passionate about this wall. You Dude, just think it's just, boring? Like it's it, it's a, a just, lazy like, use of space? No, I just don't know why like it's so famous for like pictures and stuff. Like there's a whole lounge fly book bag of it. Like it's literally just a purple wall that people have defaulted to taking their pictures at. <laughs> and I think it's so stupid. You literally have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of square feet to take a good picture and we're choosing a purple wall. <laughs> <laughs> like that bothers me. That so is interesting. I didn't yeah. even realize that this wall was as famous as it as it is. That's interesting. Yeah. So I don't really have much more to say on that. I think that people are wasting camera space and photo space <laughs> taking pictures of these. Um, so yeah, that's my first and popular opinion: is the purple photo wall in Tomorrowland is stupid. And. I am totally fine with starting off on that strong note. (laughs) Such passion on that. My next comment or opinion or unspoken rule is try to stay off of your phone as much as possible in the parks. And I, I'm going to definitely dive into this because there's layers to this. Now, if you are a content creator or a blogger and like a Disney blogger specifically, then I get it. Like you're gonna need your phone out to take photos and and things like that. Or if you're specifically doing like a live in the park that day, I think that that's obviously fine because it's strategic and it's purposeful. But if you're just a regular guest, a family, please just try your best to stay off of your phone and just enjoy the experience of what Disney is. You don't need to show everybody every single second of your day on your Instagram story and just try to be more mindful of it because not only do the kids see it and do the kids now do it, but I think it's just something that we often forget and we get caught up on like, oh, I want to share this. I want to share this with everyone. But you can take the photo and then post it later when you're back at your hotel room or when you sit down for lunch or something when you're walking throughout the park and when you're in it and really experiencing Disney world, I think it's really important that you actually are just in the moment and disconnect for a couple hours while you're there. I think it's just insanely, insanely important. Do you have a feeling about phones and being glued to it when you're walking around the park? Um, I would agree that like, just like put it away, kind of enjoy the moment, enjoy everything that Disney has to offer. Um, I think my biggest thing with phones is if you're going to watch like a nighttime show with them, um, either one, don't record it. Like if it's your first time seeing it, like just watch the show as it is. Like, mm-hmm. and then maybe if you're there for four nights or whatever and you get back a second night, then record it on the second night. Um, take it in. And if you're going to record through your phone, don't watch it through your phone. I don't know if that makes sense, but like, don't watch the show through like your camera recording like screen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, hold your phone to your right hand side or left hand side, whatever, and still watch it in person. Don't worry about if you have like the right shot. Like, still take in that moment in person, not through your screen. Yep. 
Exactly. So that would be my biggest thing on like phones. Um, I, I just and feel I'm like not people... saying don't take photos. I don't. Yeah, want to no, be absolutely like the not. Disney Scrooge, who's like, well, Ryan, how am I going to get family memories and look back on it? No, I, I get that. I'm just saying there are people who are absolutely obsessed with like constantly posting on to Instagram or to right. Facebook or to Snapchat. And that can wait. All the posts and photos can absolutely sure. wait. You can take them in the moment and then put your phone away again. But I really think that it's just a good reminder to enjoy the park and enjoy the experience that you just traveled to and, and you know, spent so much money to do. Yeah. So I totally point. agree. Um, and this is kind of going to go off with, I guess, like phones and stuff like this. But my other unpopular opinion is that meet and greets are all news. I think meet and greets are going <laughs> to slowly find their way out. Um, I think – one, I think it's a waste of time to stand in line for an hour, hour and a half to then take a two-minute photo with your princess or whatever and then continue on. Like you just wasted so much time. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I get it. It's like the little kids are going to say hi and like hug and whatever. Like that's awesome. But I think you're going to still accomplish the same thing if you see them in a cavalcade. Like, they're still going to wave to your kid or you're still going to kind of, like, see them and you're still going to have that same excitement to see that character on a float or on a balcony or whatever than to waste an hour of your time waiting. So I think they're slowly going to start to fade these out. I They haven't yet. And, like, I'm not saying that this is happening, like, in the next, like, month or whatever. Yeah. But in my opinion, I think meet and greets are old news. And – I would think that they're going to kind of stick with these whole cavalcade and distant greets for mm-hmm. a while. And I think that they realize that they're working. So I think that meet and greets are going to be gone soon. That's an interesting take. And I certainly think that that's a hot take, especially for people with children and with families. Um, I think I agree in the sense of there are definitely other ways to see and meet the characters that your child wants to see. Or you want to see, and that could be in a dining setting, right? Because they have a lot of character mm-hmm. dining experiences where multiple characters come around, and you get to just sit there and enjoy your meal. Then they'll come to you, right? right? So that's potentially often overlooked. But I think wait, I agree with you in the sense of you're waiting in line for over an hour at times to see one character and take a few photos. I do think there are probably better ways to experience Disney and spend your time. But I also understand that, like, you're coming sometimes from a very far distance, right. paying, paying a lot of money. You want to get your kid what they want to see. But then also at the, you have to weigh it of, like, you know, you make the rules, not your kids. So just right. do what you want to do. You're paying for it as well. So it, it's a delicate balance, and I definitely agree that the cavalcades are really cool, and I hope that they stay as a way of giving everybody a chance to see the characters that they – Enjoy seeing, right? So They're totally, that was a good hot take on that one. Thank I think you. You might have some people in, in the DMs coming at you with a yeah, I might, on that one. Honestly, I I have two others that I think are really gonna get me some pitchforks. Oh gosh, so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't think I have anything like that bad. My next one that I'll talk about is: do not let the weather discourage you. Don't wake up or or see the forecast of your trip and and see that it's super cloudy or that it's potentially rainy some days you need to keep in mind that florida rain is different than especially the northeast rain so i'm speaking on that behalf but i'd imagine other places that have heavy rainfall as well florida rain 
is often passing rain unless there's like a tropical storm off the coast and then you get clobbered for a couple days. But right. Florida rain, if you see a little rain cloud on your iPhone weather, it's probably only going to rain for like an hour max and then it will warm up again and the sun will come out. So please just, <clears throat> excuse me, don't jump the gun and, and get super upset and say, oh my gosh, it's going to be an awful trip. It's It's cloudy most days. It's rainy because likely you will have a lot more dry time than you think. And even if you don't, there are absolutely ways to enjoy the parks that don't have to be sweltering hot for you to enjoy. And it, and it can rain a little bit. You're not going to melt. And so that is definitely something that I often see people come back from their trips and they're like, yeah, we had miserable weather, which I know it does suck. And it, it definitely is not obviously ideal, but it's so out of your control. And you just have to keep that in okay. mind to make the best of the trip because you you are there and you're at the, the happiest place on earth and the weather is certainly not going to make or break that feeling right and i think like luckily a ton of their attractions are indoor attractions so most yeah. rides are still functioning during the rain the only ones they'll shut down are any type of roller coaster that's outside or any type of ride that's outside right um but a ton of their stuff is still open so don't think like you have to get shelter in a gift shop or something like you yeah. seriously can go walk to space mountain you can go to rock and roller coaster wherever you are like there's plenty of stuff to still do and hopefully by that time that it, the rain's done, your ride's over. Yep, so like totally. you waited it out. Um, and another thing, if you see like that you're going to have some rain, just don't pack your brand new white Converse. Pack your crappy Vans <laughs> that you had and like get your shoes and socks wet. Like it's not the end of the world. Like I can't tell you how many trips that we've gone on where we've had to go back to the hotel halfway through a day because we're soaked. Mm -hmm. Like it, it happens. Happen, unfortunately. Like, it's fine. Like it's not the end of the world. So – I think like you said, like you just try and keep a positive mind about it. Like like I think you said it right. Like usually like Florida rain's passing rain. And I think that's like a great sentence to mm -hmm. wrap it up and kind of explain it. I keep saying wrap it up tonight. Um <laughs> so I I don't know. I, I would agree with you there. Don't be discouraged. Rain is gonna happen, most likely, especially if you're there for a long period of time. So, Absolutely. I think that was a really good one. Um and that man, that's not even on popular opinion. That's just like a straight fact. Like, yeah, like, like write that down if you're going on a trip. Like, that was good. <laughs> um, Thank you. All right. You're welcome. So I have four more. Okay. And I'll stick with the water theme here. I think that boats are an underappreciated form of travel that Disney offers. Okay. And elaborate. I, well, I just think at the places that they're available, so Hollywood Studios to Epcot, feel like it rarely gets used, right? You have the buses. You have the skyline. People are like, oh, my God, those are only two options. No. Walk a little <laughs> bit down to your left, and you're literally staring at a lagoon. That will take you right to, to Epcot. I feel like there's no line. Boats are – they know they're like – I don't know. They come frequently. They mm -hmm. come – they fit a ton of people. If you have a hotel that offers a boat, again, it's just not the – Former transportation people are just thinking of people automatically think, oh, Disney provides buses right away, right? And they do, but they also offer boats, and I think boats are just a way. There's no traffic. Literally, there's no such thing as water traffic. So like, you don't have to stop. <laughs> like, there's, there's none of this whole like stop, wait at like a red light, go to the red light, go through the gate. None of that, right? Yep. We're going toot toot. We're going from the dock to the dock, and we are in. 
and you are at Magic Kingdom in seven minutes from any of the freaking uh, ports, va- yeah. resorts right there. And if you're going from Hollywood Studios to Epcot, you're there in eight minutes. And it's just underappreciated. Nobody uses them, and they are wonderful. <laughs> I think it, I love this point too because I agree that they are such an efficient method. And you kind of touched on it, but the the boats hold so many people. They do. And so it, it may be deceiving it as you're walking out of the park and you're looking and you're like, oh, wow, the ferry line's kind of long. Well, it's actually not because it holds a ton of people that they can cram onto those boats. So the line, although right. may look long, you're still going to be able to get on. And if you're not yeah. going to get on this one, you mm-hmm. wait six more minutes and you're on another one versus waiting in line for the buses and now you have to wait 20 minutes because there are certainly never enough buses to, to circulate, especially at the leaving times. Or you wait in the long monorail line. So it, it's a pick your poison in terms of what line you want to wait for at the end of the night. But if you do have the option and you are staying on a resort within that lagoon or you want to go to the other park, as you had mentioned, from Hollywood and all, definitely consider the boats because Brett hit it right on the head. It's such an efficient method of transportation and it's often overlooked for the buses. People just immediately think the buses. So that's a wonderful one. Thank you. Great tip. Thank you. I appreciate it. Okay, here's one that actually pisses me off. Oh, gosh. <laughs> he came out here strong. <laughs> well, I think it'll piss off everybody. And as soon as I say it, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, I hate these people. But don't be the person that stops in the middle of a flow uh. of traffic of, of people. Have like a plan. Have some sort of idea in your mind of where you you want your physical human body to walk. And then if that plan gets disrupted, please pull over. Please get onto the sidewalk or into a store real quick. Because if you know that you're coming down Main Street, where you know that you're coming down, was it Hollywood Boulevard on Hollywood Studios? Yeah. Or Sunset Boulevard. And you know that there are 5,000 people behind you who also want to go down the exact route that you're going. And you clearly see that there's people coming towards you on the left side and you are walking with the crowd on the right side. What in your mind tells you, oh, I got to hit the brakes right here. I got to stop and uh, check my wallet, check my phone, take, pull out everything. Check for the kids. Make sure, yeah, do a 360 scan, make sure I have kids. Uh-uh. Nope. Pull over, get out of everyone's <laughs> way, and then do the scan, and then dive into the flow if you need to, like Finding Nemo when they try to dive into the stream and get yeah. swept up. Because it's so inconsiderate to stop walking. And I understand sometimes it could be innocent and you don't realize that a lot of people are behind you, but you're at the most visited place on earth. You got a lot of people behind you, whether you think you do or not. <laughs> So please just be more mindful of that because that is so frustrating to me that people don't see the flow of traffic and the patterns of where people are going. And they're just going to just aimlessly turn around or stop or talk and to the their people family. who are the worst think. are the ones with strollers and those are much harder to avoid. That's a whole roadblock here. And they're the ones who are gonna like hit the brake, and they they'll swing the stroller around like they're trying to like <laughs> look for like grandma who's like twenty steps behind. Yep, and you get and hit like and now shoot. I got yeah now I got yeah exactly 
or they'll do it right when I'm on like the trolley tracks and then my ankle will touch the like <laughs> third floor of like the dirt and like yeah so it's I agree brutal. if you don't know where you're going walk the sidewalk yep and have that's a <laughs> have a game plan Pretty even simple. if it's a small one even if it's like I don't know where I'm walking but I know I'm walking towards a Starbucks keep walking until you get there because you can't <laughs> stop because you got 5,000 people behind you I love that. All right. This is a movie one. And it might Ooh. be a hot take. Yeah. So I think Tangled might be one of the best movies Disney's created. Whoa. Yes. I'm going to say Tangled is at least way better. And I mean way better than Frozen. I said what I said. My eyebrows are raised for those who obviously cannot see, but they can hear me. My eyebrows. I just are think raised. like I don't know. I just think the plot line is great. The animation is great. The music is great. It's an underappreciated film. Everyone like no one ever was obsessed with it when they should have been. Like yeah, like it wasn't a global phenomenon. Like yeah, like and like so I don't why know do you think that is? Why do you think that there was? less of a reaction to Tangled. I don't know. I just feel like some Disney movies like that are the best ones just like don't get the reaction that they deserve. Cuz like I would I would say this for too like Coco is probably again one of Pixar's one of their best animated movies. Mhm. Character-wise, color-wise. But like show me anywhere in Target the Coco toys. You can't because that movie <laughs> went underrated. Like, there's just absolutely no, like, show for it. Not even in the parks. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just it's just small. In the box office, people disrespected it. Uh, like, <laughs> people are sleeping. People are sleeping that. on the wrong movies. Yeah, it's it's funny that you say that because I have never seen you know Coco have this gigantic worldwide grasp like some of the other pixar movies do but anybody that has ever seen it and that i've talked to i'll say like oh have you seen coco and they will say yes and they are like oh i loved it so much it was fantastic so to your point it really does go under the radar and it's an absolute gem because i have yet to meet anybody who was like yeah that was okay yeah the music was okay yeah i didn't i didn't like the bright colors you know it's (laughs) just such a well it has all the ingredients of a great Right story in a great, and I I movie. think the same goes with Tangled. Like mm-hmm. some of like the scenes, like all the lanterns and the castles and her tower, and the characters are well rounded. You get to like understand the characters. Like again, I think it's just another one that's just like very good, and I just feel like it didn't get the recognition that it deserved. And I, I almost feel like this does not apply to Tangled, but I feel like movies that they like specifically target to like groups or cultures or things like that just like aren't always absorbed the same way because it's not like a generalized thing you know what i mean yeah like coco is very big on like day the dead kind of like the mexican traditions and things like that Mm -hmm. whereas like frozen one of their best like box rated thing is literally a girl who gets who runs away into the woods And shoots like, icicles out of her hands. And shoots icicles out of her hands. Like, and this Coco wants to go find his ancestors. And uh, 
and like relive his entire life and like make sure that they're never forgotten because they've passed away. And I got a a, a snowman who's like gets impaled by an icicle, and people are like, "I love it." Like, <laughs> yeah, they're like, Disney's like, here, how about a movie about a really good sound with a really good soundtrack about family <laughs> and a really really well explained version of death and we'll put our best animators on it and it, yeah and it's visually pretty and it has the most beautiful colors you've ever seen in your entire life but then also we'll make a movie that's entirely blue and, <laughs> and every scene will have a different shade of blue in it and then also it'll also have good music and everyone's like well i'll take the blue one <laughs> what <laughs> And then we can deal to me. I'll take the blue one. (laughs) (laughs) You can see a pipe. (laughs) Yeah, so that's it. I agree that many of the Disney movies that are fantastic often go underrated, but I'm not saying that the successful ones are overrated because I absolutely love Frozen. I would agree with that too, though. Make that very clear. Yeah, but we like the blue more of the stories. We like we like the blue movie when they. Yeah, exactly. I'm one of the blue blue guys. Guy. You could say that for any like you could say that like oh we like the blue movie and like oh yeah Avatar. Yep. And you're like no Bugs Life. You're like well no like <laughs> no Finding like, Nemo. Well no Frozen. <laughs> uh, no Monsters Inc. <laughs> like just a lot of blue monsters. This is a ton of blue. All right, Disney, change up your color palettes. All right, my next one is... Captain America, cool blue. (laughs) Moving on, okay. (laughs) My next one is to not... to. Okay, I think I said this in the first one, but be nice to your cast members because they are working very long hours and they are putting a smile on their face whether they want it there or not. And it's for you and it's for your family. So very... very conscious about the the attitude and the level of sass that you're giving even if you're having a bad day please do not take it out on the server or the person who's literally starting the ride at space mountain (laughs) not that you could even really be rude to that person they're literally waving at you so if you're rude to that person as they're waving you away you got deeper issues (laughs) but we won't get there but my point is just to be nice to all of the workers there because they are in the heat. They are working very long hours. And I know that we have a lot of cast members who actually listen to this show and have reached out, not about this topic, but have reached out and said that like, oh yeah, I'm a cast member. Oh yeah, I work there. So I know that they'll, you know, at least appreciate this, but just please be a little bit more mindful that these people are working really, really hard to give you the absolute best experience of your life. And I know it's easy to be frustrated and caught up in a moment but just take it easy, man. It's not that deep. <laughs> just, just take it easy, man. <laughs> I think it's, I think it's like easy to like get caught up in the moment, like oh, we paid all this money, like we expect the best of the best, and mm-hmm. like totally a justifiable and understandable position and argument. But my man's on the other side of the counter is also just trying to pay rent. <laughs> so yeah. like, yeah. It's like they're still human. As much as we like, this place is like wonderful and like top notch and like luxury in mm-hmm. in moments. It's still a person on the other side. So just be gentle, be nice, and wave back to them when they wave to you on Space Mountain. Exactly, exactly. That person. That's a requirement. Is the goat. They are the goat. 
right. So, okay, this I want to know your opinion on this because I'm okay. curious. And I, I'll it's give a, it. <laughs> okay, it's like a hot take, <laughs> but I think it, it needs work. But I, I like the the thought of it. <laughs> okay. In my eyes, there shouldn't be moderate resorts. Okay. I think you either pay up and get the good <laughs> okay, or you're here on Disney on a budget. Like if you can afford the moderate, you can afford the moderate. If you can't afford – I mean if you can afford a deluxe, you can afford a deluxe. Yeah. If you can't afford that, then you're in the value. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, anyone I've who's staying in the this, anyone who's staying in the moderate can either find the extra six hundred dollars for a deluxe <laughs> or save the six hundred dollars they're paying <laughs> and do a value. Like we're literally saying that like there's participation trophies. <laughs> and like <laughs> No, I, I think it's it's like are you financially confused? <laughs> yeah, like either Spend too much, or don't spend enough, or, or and come, be on a yeah, budget. and just right, and just pay what you can. Like that's funny, dude. I've never thought about it like that. I've, it's just always like, been in my mind, like, oh yeah, you could just stay at you know one of the three categories. Yeah, it is but like that's the funny. moderate, like, and just bump up, like what, what ones fall in a deluxe category and what fall into a value. Yeah, so like divide the existing moderate like, resorts, like Caribbean things. Beach, like that literally is set up like All Star. It literally, it literally also has nine buildings that you can be placed in. That's a value. Like, there's nothing. There's you argue with me. That's a value. Like, so if you if if I have to walk six miles to my bus, that's I'm value. A value resort. Right. Like, if if there's any other building other than the main one, it's value. <laughs> <laughs> and like, it's a pretty simple. Really like, so. I totally see what you're trying to say. I think it's – I don't know if it's <laughs> coming across as like respectfully as it should. <laughs> I see what you're saying. It's funny that these resorts that are in the middle there could be considered some deluxe and some value. Right. And don't have that middle period because then like what if you subcategorize the moderate and then all of a sudden it's luxury moderate or right. – like premium moderate and then all of a sudden it's like you're how many times can you segment these resorts <laughs> into a category yeah so when i still have to walk six miles correct so yeah but you can get like preferred room and you could be closer no and then no. i'll just pay deluxe save the 25 dollars and go get a pretzel like, so I know it's like, a, like I said, there's there's a lot of tweaking that needs to happen, but I think they need to recategorize these hotels. That was very funny. <laughs> Do you think that you when have... they create new hotels, they give it a category in the beginning and they're like, okay, we're going to, like, we have, uh, I guess we'll say we have money, enough in the budget to create <laughs> a deluxe hotel, and then they go from there? Or do they create this idea of the hotel and then at the end they're like, eh, it's a moderate. I feel like you have to like start off like what you're going for. Like you have like to you have, have the to, idea of like what – Like it, the blueprint is starting off as a deluxe. You know what I mean? Or yeah. like as a, a moderate. Because like 
there's no way like a whole group of architectures got together and was like, let's make a deluxe 12 building spread across the campus. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So like you're coming in with the idea that like you're either building one building or 10. <laughs> yeah. And like I feel like you can't decide that like after to be like – you can't like they didn't put up All-Star and they were like, eh, could we make it deluxe? Like no. Yeah. Like, well, you we know? could put up this big LED screen right around the <laughs> pool and give people like this really immersive and then somebody runs in and goes, no, that would be a moderate. Yeah, no, that would that would like, bring the budget. That's to too a much moderate. technology. That's way too much. That's way too cool. You gotta yeah. give these people nothing down there. <laughs> fill up some yeah. water. Fill up a rectangle <laughs> full of water, and then they'll be happy. Yeah. So, do you have any more opinions? I have a ton of opinions. Always. Dang. But I think for this episode we can wrap it up, and we can certainly do a part three in the future because I do enjoy these and hearing and, and the laughter and the banter of yeah. these types of hot takes. So thank you guys so much for listening. As always, Brett, why don't you take us home? For sure. I'll take it home. Everyone, thanks so much for listening every single week. Be sure to follow us on A Dose of Magic Podcast where we take this episode and we turn it into six different Instagram posts and we have that live discussion <laughs> and really kind of go off uh, what we just talked about here. So be sure to follow there. And thank you so much for always listening. Be sure to leave a review on Apple Podcasts for us. We greatly appreciate that. And we will see you next week. Bye.